0: Ding, ding, ding! Welcome to Men in the Ring. This is Sean, and usually I'm joined by Matt from Northern Africa. And Matt used to fight in the boxing ring as a professional boxer, and kickboxer. Now Matt and I ask you to join us to get into the ring of life and battle on an everyday basis. And uh, we all have difficulties. And all of us have ignored challenging things in our own lives, but men in the ring, which would be Matt and I in the ring of life, are calling everyone else man, woman, child, to get in the ring of their lives and face their own challenges um, to make their lives better. So today I'm joined by Mr. David A. An eighth grader who lives in my house and uh, is easy access as a podcast. Yes, for sure. How are you, David? Good. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, so our segments today will be what we'll just kind of catch up a little bit and um segment two we'll be discussing uh kind of a current event which today i think we'll talk about um kids in school that have to do a bunch of virtual learning and what effect that might have um on them since david is right in the middle of that and then we'll do uh triggered not triggered awards and if we have time we'll talk little sports in the end so David, you're kind of excited because you're finally on to holiday break, eh?
1: Yeah, heck yeah.
0: <laughs> so you've been at home doing school anyway. What is different about this?
1: Um, it's harder to have, like, a social interaction with others unless you're, like, people who are, like just, like, not listening and, like, on their phones all the time.
0: Mm hmm,
1: and it's um harder to do like a bunch of the projects because like when the teacher explains it, you're like just trying to see if you can find what they're talking about on the computer. It's,
0: it's oh cool. sure. So you say that the school's well equipped for. Virtual learning, or are they? Seems like they're learning how to do it on the fly.
1: I think they're mostly well equipped because mm-hmm. the COVID thing.
0: Okay. Because you guys did it last year for a while, right?
1: Yeah.
0: How long was that? Do you remember?
1: Like a couple months or so.
0: Yeah. So, uh, you're excited to be on break, I mean, because you're still going to be at home, but now you have the freedom to, what, not have to be in a virtual class, I guess?
1: Yeah.
0: Nice. And how many days do you get in a row here?
1: I think until, like, January 3rd, maybe. January 3rd, January 5th, I remember.
0: That's nice. Yeah. And then you'll still have a little ski practice here and there? mm
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Having today from 10 to 12.
0: And we actually have a little snow, so we're going to get the skis back now, huh? Mm-hmm, oh yeah. Actually, um, might get above freezing tomorrow, so some of the snow might melt, but hopefully not, so... Be good to keep the little bit of snow that we have so you can keep that skiing base going. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Um, Yeah, I'm excited that you get some days off because uh, being at home and being in school is different than being at home and um, doing whatever you want to do, like play a little video game. because Some of those kids are in, in their virtual school and they play video games on the side, right? Mm-hmm. But mom and dad don't let you do that, huh? Uh
1: uh-uh. uh, nope.
0: <laughs> nah. Um, so let's see. So, yeah, so there is a real fact going to our second segment as far as like, you know, kids that are doing virtual schooling. Um, what do you think? You said so. There's lacking in social interaction. Um, what else? That's probably the main one. You can't like see somebody face to face. So, do mm-hmm. you think kids get can learn well like that?
1: Not as much as in person. Like it's way harder. Yeah. Cause, uh, what uh, my math teacher says it, he says he, like when he sees, like he sees our eyes, he knows whether we're understanding the math or not. So he knows whether to slow down or to speed up.
0: And that's when you're in person, obviously. Yeah. I know it's probably harder to keep kids attention to online or see if they're paying attention because i know just some of the small times i've overheard your teacher while walking by your um, going to school the kids um they don't hmm how should we say this um it's almost like it's almost like to keep themselves engaged, they have to be um, like little Jew. Ju- <laughs> they have to be like disrespectful a little bit, or <laughs> yep. like you could you could tell like um, they don't want to be engaged. Um, they hate that, and so just to be keep themselves entertained, almost they like are like just bring awkward conversation up in the middle of nothing. They interrupt the teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that would be very frustrating to have to deal with. Yeah. When you're just trying to get through your little learning day.
1: Uh-huh. That's the thing. That teacher is like, doesn't really know how to control it, so they all take advantage of that.
0: Yeah, and some teachers are better than others at controlling an eighth-grade class, which I think is a very difficult age to control. Um, but then when you take it to a remote status, where you can't really see the people, and it's an awkward interaction, then, then yeah, that particular teacher that you're talking about really has struggles. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd have to imagine that's the way it is across. That's kind of a microcosm for, um, you know, a lot of kids across America right now, because a lot of people are going through the same thing, shutdowns and, you know, COVID breakout, so they have to quarantine here or there or whatnot. Um, this particular uh, school shutdown for you guys was... Not related to quarantine, but it might as well have been because it've been the same type of um interface it causes the same thing you gotta have communicate from home like what what other thing um so you guys when you're not in school, you socialize a lot through like playing um online right Mhm yeah, that's
1: only like during lunch or like after school.
0: Right, which is different than face-to-face interactions, obviously.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Any any other like ways that you think that you can think of that might affect the student? I suppose if there's not, not a lot of food at home or something like that, but that's up to parents to get, get their, have their act together. It's not actually the school's uh, responsibility, but...
1: I mean, I, I know. I totally feel like I know some. I just don't know how to really
0: explain it. Sure. Well, yeah, if you think of it, we talked about some other things, then you can uh, bring it up. But um, let's see. So... um,
1: so Internet, you Internet definitely, definitely affects that kind of stuff. Internet? Mm-hmm. Because, like, a lot of yeah. people get kicked out just because they're Internet, so they don't get as much.
0: Oh, yeah. So even if you're trying to learn, which some of your friends, I can tell, aren't trying to learn at all. Mm-hmm. But um, even if you're trying to learn, if your Internet is bad, uh, yeah.
1: Or people are just, like, they join, but they're just, they're just, like, not at their Chromebook. So the teacher would just be asking for them for a while. And they have to call their parents and stuff.
0: Oh, for real? Yeah. So the teacher does call parents once in a while? Mm-hmm. That kind of surprises me, the way she acts. It seems like she lets pretty much anything go. Not just does.
1: her, but, like, other teachers, oh. you know.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah.
1: Looking on Mr. Tisher's class, or tech ed class, uh-huh. um, he does it, like, right away once, like, somebody he calls for someone. Uh-huh. Like there, Like right away Just goes to call their parents
0: Oh that's fantastic See that's exactly how you gotta go about it mm-hmm. I mean some people don't like that type of uh, You know interaction With a parent They prefer to like <laughs> Try different routes first Instead of like the Combative interaction Which really isn't that bad But
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah Yeah uh,
1: people aren't listening because they're playing video games or something, and they like ask like he already explained the super long like explanation of what we're supposed to do and uh-huh. someone asks him again, they like forces everybody to listen to him again
0: and you could tell that that kid was just wasn't paying attention or playing video games during the other. Original explanation.
1: (laughs) Or they're just like trying to be funny or play dumb or something
0: like that. Oh, yeah. I remember kids like that. Can you say that all again, please? That really
1: affects class time.
0: Yeah, I bet. So do you think that you're like ready for next year for high school? As in what? As in like... As in maybe like you just be, be a bit more serious in class or you kind of Yeah done done uh-huh. with some of the the game playing of the I mean it's pretty normal for eighth graders to like screw around and stuff.
1: hmm
0: There's gonna be some of that in high school too, but less of it probably.
1: Yeah, hopefully. Otherwise we're not if anyone playing sports they're not gonna, gonna be able to any longer.
0: Right. Um, the thing about high schools, if you do get a really weak teacher, it's almost, like, impossible. Like, kids can't hardly help themselves to, like, just eat that teacher up, you know, mm-hmm. even in high school. So that's just kind of the way it works. And it's kind of popular now to, you know, just be easy on the kids. So that's not always the not a great approach. Yeah. In my experience, I used to handle a class of juvenile delinquents, um, like 12 at a time, which was a tinderbox of of anger or activity. So I keep pretty, <laughs> that's a different, that's kind of a different story. You mm. got to keep things clamped down really hard or else people are going to get out of control. Yeah. All right, let's see. I'm going to explain the triggered, not triggered segment. Um, If you can think of anything while I'm um, explaining it, then we'll have some stories to tell. Okay, so triggered, not triggered award is a segment where we review um, maybe a time throughout the week where we maybe got triggered. Or we avoided being triggered and we're going to give ourselves an award for it, which is really just an emotional regulation um, segment and encouraging people that, you know, control your emotions. It's a big deal. And people are encouraged to not control your emotions now for some reason. It's like popular to be triggered, but it's really bad for life. (laughs) really bad for life um so do you have any awards you want to give out or maybe somebody you've seen get silly
1: Uh, i don't
0: know (laughs) okay let's see um Ooh, I saw you get triggered um, with your fancy football team again. That's what we talked about last time, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's, that seems to get you pretty good.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mhm.
0: So what happened?
1: I lost. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, eighty-three
1: to one
0: thirty-one. <laughs> ooh, it's a butt kicking. Um, and then throughout the year, you actually did pretty good, right?
1: Yeah, that was 10 and
0: 4. And you're like in you're leading your division or something? Mm hmm. <laughs> uh, that's kind of how that works, though. You I mean you're starting to get good at math, so because fantasy football is such a um, toss up or roll the dice, or it's, you don't know really what you're getting for quantified data, it's when you get that lucky, the pendulum's going to swing back usually for um, your players not to score quite as many points when it matters in the playoffs. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: Which is funny, I don't know if you talked to Grace, but Grace did the same thing last year. She won um, a ton of games in the regular season, and she Lost right away in the playoffs. Um, oh. I, kept, I kept warning her like, oh, it's probably your law of average is going to swing you back to the mean. Yeah. But she actually won her first uh, mm-hmm. playoff game. Just barely, she said, because of her kicker and defense or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see any other triggered and not triggered. Um, <laughs> I know I was kind of getting uh, a little frustrated because like Matt is uh, stuck in Switzerland right now because um, of quarantine and stuff. And re- re- yeah. Try like three days in a row to do podcasts and can't do it with him. So that's like frustrating. And I only have like a short segment of you know time available each day so i'm trying to like work it in and then he uh he doesn't have internet or is occupied with other things he does have four little kids so that's be challenging obviously mm-hmm. so i was a little triggered by that for sure mm-hmm. but um <laughs> um it's fun having a podcast with you because you're you're good at it and or other people talk to me um that's what they like listening to the last thing you did which is cool so
1: mm-hmm.
0: it gives the opportunity to step up maybe this podcast is something you like maybe that's something you could start um you know at some point doing on your own or something i don't know i've always thought you should do like a youtube channel a lot of kids that yeah. you
1: know,
0: are much less intelligent than you on youtube
1: yeah, I know, but I don't really have the time for that. I don't feel like. Okay. Well, I don't want to have the time for that.
0: Yeah, I mean, if, if you're not driven to do it, you don't have the time because you're busy playing video games. But obviously, you do have school and extracurriculars and before school stuff. So, yeah, there's mm-hmm. a little bit of, lack of time. But if you really like to, to produce content like that, you could carve out time
1: yeah i know a bunch of my a bunch of my friends like uh do stuff like that like super small youtube channels i like play with them a bunch
0: oh really mm-hmm. that's fun i'm just i just think that you'd be you'd be smart have fun cool content but yeah but you but you have to like want to do that and obviously it can't just be like dad's idea that's not going to be You're not going to have the internal drive to do it if it's just somebody else's idea. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: A little bit like creating art or music or something—you have to like really want to do it to to stay to keep going with it because it's really challenging to get going at first.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Let's see. Any other? So, do you know what emotional regulation is? Can you explain it in your words?
1: Emotional regulation? Mm-hmm. Has it been, let's see. When you're trying to take control of your emotions, something like that?
0: Or exactly, yeah. So why is that good? Or bad? I,
1: um, it's definitely difficult, <laughs> and, mm-hmm. um, I don't, I don't know how it could be bad, but I know not could be good to control, because you, you can really, like, keep that kind of stuff, like, when you're really mad or something, you can, like, keep it in, or something like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, um, well, just on a personal note, uh, for me is like, I you know I'm, I'm going to get really tired or run down and like, can I feel like my emotions get the best of me, then I'm just like throwing stuff around and like <laughs> mm-hmm. getting mad and like melting down, you know, yeah. um, which is one of the reasons I've encouraged you. Cause like, um. I see myself in you, like, um, like this, I think it was a couple of days ago where you would like had a super hard practice day and then shovel the bunch. And then the next morning you were like super run down and tired and you know, couldn't find a simple thing. So it was kind of, you're tempted to kind of like get really angry and, and meltdown, but yeah, I, I could see you doing emotional regulation where you're trying to keep yourself in check. Because sometimes when you get tired and wore down, it's harder to, you know, control uh, those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you can you see that correlation?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: The only way I think emotional re- regulation can be bad ever, you should always err on the side of being too much. I think, but I'm um, like. You know, I have, because I was such a sensitive kid, probably overly sensitive, I'd, I probably developed uh, maybe a little bit of over-emotional regulation where that actually did did help. for. And like when I was doing crisis intervention and crisis things with violent juvenile delinquents, um, so I wouldn't overreact to things that they were trying to make you react to. Yeah. But then you but then you don't you know sometimes you don't show enough emotional in times when it's appropriate. Um, you kind of have a flat affect or a lack of um, an appropriate emotion at an appropriate time. So that that can affect that um, but I think it's better to err on the side of over regulating Mm -hmm. cool well that is just enough time for a little sports segment who do you want to see um, win in the NFL this year
1: I didn't like going to like going to the playoffs
0: yeah who do you yeah who do you like who, 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 you have a team that, besides the Packers, obviously we're Packer fans, but you have a team that you kind of enjoy watching or kind of like to, like to see a success? Or
1: I think it'd be cool to see how far the Bengals go. Or like, yeah. if, if the Chargers can make it to the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I like those teams too. Fun young quarterbacks and good teams that are kinda of like struggling like they can they go up good times and they struggle back to bad times
1: mm-hmm. and Las Vegas and New Orleans was here doing pretty good. I mean New Orleans beat the Bucks last week, so
0: I know, that was a very strange game. very strange game. There's was, there's was zero touchdown score in that game mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Did not see that one coming.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No kidding.
0: I mean, I kind of like Taysom Hill as a quarterback for New but he is terrible. Huh. Did we we watched part of that game We're together, right?
1: Thanks, so. Phil.
0: Yeah, the best of all time, um, Brady didn't do anything against that Saints defense. So you would think that other teams would try to replicate what the Saints defense did in that game and shut Brady down. We'll see if they can do that, you know.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. But it'd be interesting to see, um, because as far as betting odds go, Aaron Rodgers, Derek Lee, is a number one um in the mvp race yes i had another really good year um but the media votes on the mvp so they got pretty mad at him when he told them he was immunized and instead and sort of the word vaccinated so uh, we'll see if they vote for him <laughs> for MVP because oh, yeah, even though he deserves to have it they might not give it to him mm-hmm. so alright well I appreciate you joining the podcast today buddy um, Yeah, I got an appointment to get to so um, that was cool for you to step in and it would be awesome for you to step in again uh, here and there once in a while mm-hmm. yeah all right, what are you going to do today?
1: Let's go skiing and do a bunch of cleaning.
0: <laughs>
1: be a family coming over.
0: Hopefully, you can mix some video games then, huh? Mm
1: hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that has been uh, Men in the Ring, joined by David. And uh, like, subscribe, join, and we'll talk to you next week. See you, bud. See ya.